You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. This is why everything should be cordless. This is why I'm all about like the Bluetooth mice and keyboards yeah. and everything Bluetooth. Mises. Wireless. They say the next iPhone is going to have wireless charging in it. Who's they? You know, they. Who is they? The overlords who decide what technology the, we get every the, year. The royal they. The editorial. <laughs> they speak a lot, don't they? Yeah, they do. They certainly do. Dude, thank you so much for having Sarah and I over the other night. Like That was really, really cool. All right, now I'm getting my days confused because you came over Sunday. What was the... Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good times, right? It was right? nice. It yeah. was great. I mean, other than the fact that like Harper was up till midnight... June. And was not slowing Way at past all. her bedtime. Well, we kept feeding sugar <laughs> yes. into that beast, just fueling the fire within. I think the whole weekend was just a story of her recovering from that like messed up sleep schedule that started that night. Oh, yeah. oh I'm sorry. No, don't the be sorry. The repercussions. Dude, honestly, like, I, was, I, I was getting stressed. Like, I really wish that we could have found a sitter instead so we could have just like... Dude, are you kidding? But Jen had a great time holding the baby yeah. and petting the baby. I just get worried about that. Like, when, when, when the baby messed up, like started breaking your shelf in in your dining room. I wasn't I was, worried about that. I was afraid that she was going to pull, pull the um, the curtains on top of her. Yeah. Because they're only holed up there by magnets. See, no How wires. How do those work? Once again, no wires in my house. No. Well, see, there's a pole. There's a negative. <laughs> Joel, why don't you have any pole? practicals in your house? Everything's CG. <laughs> Everything's CGI. Well, I believe that uh, the best way to tell a story, <laughs> the best the way tools, to have uh, blinds on the door, is, right, through, is to let the light through. Special effect with magnets. <laughs> How do they work? <laughs> Someday we'll find them. The magnetic connection. <laughs> uh, well, good. Yeah, yeah. No, we had a good time then, and then. Uh, oh my gosh. Dude. An even better time. Not that your daughter's not a blast. Not that uh, singing along with Moana. Dude, Moana's like crack to her. <laughs> yes. You just turn that shit on. She's it's like clockwork like, orange. She's just, just staring up at that. And you've got mesmerized. this huge screen in your living room. I'm like, Harper, come on. Step back. Harper, come back yeah, with daddy. That is, back with dad. Those little, they worry about the solar eclipse, but uh, <laughs> that's going to be burned into a retina. Maui. Was, it was like the new version of Poltergeist. My daughter just standing there looking up at a screen. But yeah, dude, it looked amazing. Like I've never seen Moana that... That big, like that high def. You mentioned that you you could see the three dimensionality of the tattoos. Yes. on the characters. Never noticed that before. I was like, mm-hmm. wow, this is much richer. Um, Bigger's better. But that was great. Thank you so much for having us over. And yeah, on that was awesome. Sunday, seeing the VR, the PlayStation the, the VR. VR on that thing. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm sold on that stuff, man. Yeah, that was it was pretty fun. Jason we, and I got to do the we did the Star Trek uh, bridge crew. Which um, I'm sorry that you didn't you didn't get a chance to try, dude. dude you, I was having fun watching got, that stuff. You got the shaft as far as the 3D games that we shut had your mouth. Play. Just talking about shaft. Wacka tick, wacka tick, wacka tick. Dig it. Uh, no, you did though. Like, what do you mean? Well, we, I put you on that one space game, and you were like, "Fuck this, I can't." <laughs> well, like, that was hard, but I enjoyed the uh, the soccer, the headbutting one. Yeah, headmaster. you're wearing the VR helmet. Yeah, headmaster. <laughs> I love the tongue and cheekiness. Well, of it as well, it's yeah, guys. This this game, headmaster, it's like basically a soccer goalie kind of game, but the style of it almost feels like it's a. Uh, like like Half Life like or Portal, Portal yeah. yeah, it's it's got very much like got a that. Gladys like character uh-huh. narrating, just a, a, a smarmy British man, and and you just use your head, you use the uh, the yeah, what are they called? What's the the mechanism inside of there that inside your head? No, the inside the <laughs> your brain, inside the place. <laughs> <laughs> maybe on you. No, inside the PlayStation VR that measures like the direction, oh, the, the gyroscope, the gyroscope. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. It was well. It's a, a it's combination. Amazing times of, we live in. Joe. It's that, and it's the camera that's like in front of you. That's that's right. Like in front of the camera, we had to turn off all the lights. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we could use the the paddles and stuff. But it was it was super fun. Yeah, and man. It's dude, a future. Uh, I think we've we've got a little bit of video that we had taken. Oh yes. I never took video though of Jason when he first got. Oh, I've in, got it. Uh, when he first got into the Star was, Trek one. No, oh, dude, was he losing his? I shit? thought he was about to cry. <laughs> He was just like it's a seminal oh. moment for him, and he was just playing around with it. And when he found out, like the first mission mm-hmm. is the Kobayashi Maru. Oh yeah! <laughs> like he started the game, he's like, "Am I? Is this going to be the Kobayashi Maru?" <laughs> nice. And then like it totally ends up being that, and he was so fucking excited. Oh, that's fun. It's, it's been a while since I've seen him that fucking excited about playing. That may be like the, one of the nerdiest video games I played too, because you really have to be into that style first of all, and then into that genre, that world. Yeah. Oh yeah, more Star Trek fans or more Star Wars fans? You think worldwide? Dude, that's hard to tell because I'm more, I'm more of a Star Wars fan. Yeah, and me so too. That's what I I gravitate to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who knows? There there could be more Star Trek fans, but I don't know because 
I kind of hang out more with my Star Warsies. I guess there's a lot of crossover, so it's really hard to say. Yeah. I, I mean, I do, obviously, I prefer one over the other. Mm-hmm. I've never really been a big Star Trek. We talked about this way back in the genesis of our Next Wave podcast, mm. where I've never been much of a Star Trek fan, but we uh, we talked about some Star Trek movies here, and we've talked about it on like the video game show, too, on 8-Bit Gladiators, that like... I happen to know, I know everything about the fucking Star Trek films for some reason, but I don't like Somebody most of them. Somebody considering themselves not a fan. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, most of them aren't all that great. No. Not most, but half, but, certainly. Dude, uh, quite, a, quite a few of them are not But the TV good. shows weren't. See, that's the thing. My, uh, for me, Star Trek makes a better TV show than it does films. TNG the films or the are original? Great. Uh, I never really got. Into Are you going to be one of those like Deep Space Nine? I, I was actually because I love that. <laughs> you want to talk about it? It's a soap opera in space. It's did, everything I wanted. Did you ever? Um, you ever watch Babylon Five? I didn't. I didn't get into that one. Really? Yeah. That hit. it's almost exactly the same thing. No. Yeah. Yes. No. You need to get get through the first the first season. Anytime anybody says that about any I know, show, I know. I'm like, but fuck what that. happens is like, the oh, Arrested p- Development's great. You just have to watch the first three seasons, okay. and then it gets funny. Okay. Fuck you for a second. <laughs> That's uh, Arrested Development's always funny. Every season of Arrested Development's funny. Mm. Um, but with Babylon Five, like the producers, everybody behind that show knew that they had made a bad choice mm. with who they had for the lead for the first season. Oh, and in this, once they and got they through that first him? season, they ousted him. Who and was they that? Brought in Bruce Boxley, Edward James, almost from no. It's just this dude who's a horrible actor. Like they ended up bringing him back near the end of the series just to like. I guess because they were wrapping everything up. Yeah. But he was so fucking bad. Like, super bad actor. Looks like, you know, just looked like someone's dad. Uh, Jeff Conaway. Yes. <laughs> Jeff Conaway was in this. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-huh. Is this post or pre-alcoholism? This I guess you're always... Probably during the alcoholism. Always has alcoholism, G. Probably, <laughs> always. Babylon 5. Guys, seriously. Yeah. Check it out. Babylon it's 5 or Deep Space Nine. Fantastic writing. Uh, um, Straczynski. Who who wrote a lot of like cool Spider Man stories, hmm. um, dude? He's got he's got a lot of good stuff. But I was introduced to Straczynski through his uh, his Spider Man stuff. He actually wrote some He Man episodes too. But he's behind the bulk of the series. Uh, <laughs> bulk Babylon of the series, 5. dude. Yeah, bulk of the series, dude. <laughs> Branded. He has health problems. <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you, and a good day to you too, sir. <laughs> well, I'm afraid uh, 1994 is way too long, mm-hmm. way too far away for me to. To be picking up on TV shows. Yeah, when but I let's go watched. back even further <laughs> oh, no. to 19... When did... Uh, 1999. In 1960... No, what... The, fuck, God What are you it. talking about? I'm ta- Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about when the TV series for the movie we're about to talk talk about came. Oh, yeah. I didn't even look that up. <laughs> I had to, Well, because I had totally forgotten that this was based off of an old TV show. What? Because Well, because from what I've been told... It bears little resemblance to Other said than, TV show. Just the fact that it's guys in the Old West using gizmos. Yeah, like, that's exactly. It. Yeah. That, the that's original the steampunk, huh? There was no, kind of, yeah. There were there were no giant spiders. <laughs> guys, Spoiler alert! It's the editing bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're good movies. Sometimes they're bad movies. No matter what the case. Every week we'll watch a movie and then come back here and talk about it with each other and uh, with you, our lovely editing bay listeners. Talk about its faults, what it did right. Uh, and how we might improve on something like that. Um, you could join us in our conversation. Please. Go to Facebook. In the search bar, put in the editing bay. That's going to bring up that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Ah. And that's where you click on that. I like to imagine that's the sound that she's making. Constantly. As you watch her. Perpetually yeah, in pain. My eyes. She's like she's like Doctor Strange. She's like Nicolas she Cage. She keeps approaching us like every day. She approaches <laughs> us and is like, I've come to bargain. <laughs> We're talking about Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. Yes. Oh, that song. So, yes. So, Jenna had to sit through this. Poor baby. Uh, and uh, we got to the end. And I forgot, of course, there, there's a Will Smith. It's not a Will Smith summer blockbuster uh-huh. without a, a radio hit to go along with it. Wait, she made it to the end of this? Well, she didn't start it with me. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so, she came in half through, halfway through and, to be honest, was working on the laptop halfway. But uh, still was cognizant enough of what was happening to uh, decide that this is a shit movie right along with me. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah. Well, that's how, her assessment. Wait, how long? Maybe not mine. <laughs> how? <laughs> Who knows? Wait, wait. Is there... A t- no. I don't know. Let's talk about it, Joe. Okay, we'll talk what about it. What were you about to say? Is there a what? So, uh, no, no, no. I'm not going to ask now. So... <laughs> I was okay. Now, uh, okay. So this is a movie about John West, who is uh, what is he, the Army General or John something? John West, Jim West, G- Jim West, Jim John, West, whatever. The it's fuck. really inconsequential. James. He's James West. James to me. Uh, so he he's an Army General, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and 
friends with the president? I guess with Ulysses so. Ulysses S. Grant? I guess he served with Ulysses S. Grant? Enough to the point where there's no security posted outside the White House. There's, Anybody can just walk the in sheep, the front door. There's there's some sheep grazing on the lawn. Do you think there was a cut scene where maybe those sheep were gizmos too? Like they were like security. Like mechanical or there were sheep. people in sheep outfits. Mm-hmm. This is a Barry Sonnenfeld movie. I wouldn't put yeah. it past him to be like, and then we open back up on the on the out exterior and we see people <laughs> unzipping their sheep costumes. Unnecessary, but it did seem like something he would do. What is what was your exposure to this film in nineteen ninety nine? I didn't see it. You didn't see it. I hadn't seen I it. This was the first time for both my of us, exposure right? to this movie was the music video of right. Will Smith singing about the Wild Wild West. And I saw the commercials, and I, I saw it was a western, which usually turns me off. I'm not a huge western fan. I yeah. think I've said before, but uh, on the flip side. Mechanical spiders and like a little steampunk component going on, and uh, I I love westerns, and yeah, I know you do. And what, what is it seeing about seeing the trailer for this? Mm-hmm. I had no interest in seeing it. Like this and Maverick, like came now out Maverick is the good. Times is it? it interesting because the team behind that was originally going to be remaking uh, Wild Wild West. Oh, really? And then they went on to do Maverick instead. Huh? That's when Barry Sonnenfeld and Will Smith. They're like, we already did this with Tommy Lee Jones and Aliens. What could go Let's wrong? Let's just do it with Kevin Klein in the Old West. And that's the thing. When I saw that combo, I was like, oh, how could this go wrong? I loved Men in Black. And this was before Men in Black 2 had been released, I think, yeah. right? Which was an abomination. Oh, yeah. And showed us really that uh, he's more missed than hit, unfortunately. Uh-huh. But uh, I think Men in Black is almost like a perfect film. Really? Yeah. I, I like it a lot. I've seen it several times. And I think it... it it's a good movie. That it's is his gr- magnum opus. It's a good opus. buddy cop kind of movie. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. It's a It's a a good relationship kind of film. Uh, it's a great sci-fi film, though, too. Eh, and kind of comic book it's, cartoon. It's, yeah, well, because it's based on a comic book. Of course. Um, I don't like Barry Sonnenfeld's visual style. but And that's what I'm saying. It it married perfectly in the Men in Black world in a way that I didn't really feel like it did in this one. No. no yeah? No. He's kind of got a Terry Gilliam thing going on where you use all wide-angle lenses and the camera's constantly moving. No, you don't think so? Uh, well... I see where you're going I mean, with this. Gilliam's a little more artfully done, and this is Gilliam's a little more cere- cerebral. Like, you know what I would say? He's a little more like uh, who's the a Schumacher? He's a little more Schumacher. Yes, yes, he's definitely more Schumacher than he style. is Terry Gilliam. It's not a compliment, um, although it can be. <laughs> I, I kind man, of, you are so noncommittal with your criticism well, be, right now, because, which isn't a good thing. I don't except to, for when it is. <laughs> don't make blanket statements because I I'd like to. Uh, this is a show where we make blanket statements. That's uh, what we're supposed. Schumacher. That's, true. That's the fun Schumacher. Schumacher. Well, what if he actually made shoes? What would Maybe he's that? like Colin Trevorrow, where we meet him and he's like, "Actually, guys, it's Shoemaker." <laughs> so yeah, uh, Wild Wild West. You get Jim West is an army general. Uh, Not a black person in the TV show, I'm assuming. Open no from the no. '60s. No, because what they wanted to do is mm-hmm. like, hey, we're gonna do Men in Black, but in the Old West. We'll also kind of make it a little Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Uh, and inappropriate for children. It's it's very inappropriate for children. Like <laughs> yes. within the first like ten seconds, we've got like immediately tits, tits in a pool or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's in he's in the water tower in a hot tub. You straight up see that chick's tits through the water. You see enough. Yeah, I don't know that you see any nipple because uh, Lord knows the and double no who who MPA MPAA MPA the MPAA yeah yeah you gonna watch that game this Sunday dude the MPAA <laughs> who, who are they playing dude fuck them man it's just <laughs> it's just a horrible offshoot league it's not gonna stick around <laughs> the MPAA the MPAA because they don't let uh, nipples fly in PG thirteen films but they'll they'll let you swear a lot of swearing a lot, a lot of sexual innuendo a lot of a lot of racism and uncomfortable racism yes, yes. awkward moments that that bit with like Kenneth Branagh where he's like don't be a slave to your <laughs> impulses you know what i'm actually going to stand up for that scene yeah. because uh, i thought of the rest of this script that, that was the most clever bit of writing there's a little introduction which, scene which isn't saying much no it's not, not but for, i was literally typing the notes like oh this script sucks as that scene came on and i was like all right, I got to give it props. I thought that was kind of clever. It's the first introduction between Kenneth Branagh's character, who's named what? Arliss Loveless. There you go. Thank you. Uh, and Will Smith's character. And uh, spoiler alert: Kenneth Branagh doesn't have legs. He was an army general, and they got shut off, shot off. You ain't got no legs, Lieutenant <laughs> <Legitimate> Dan. <laughs> but um, who wins, Lieutenant Dan or oh. Arliss Loveless? Uh, Fantasy battle right well, now. How Alice does it go Loveless down? This has a giant Boom. robot spider. So I think that gives him the edge. Unless, unless Lieutenant Dan is able to call in the uh, airstrike. What if Lieutenant Dan has his prosthetic legs? His titanium like from the end his, of the movie. His space legs. You what would he do? He, they're still not very mobile, though. Not a lot of bendable joints in that, if I recall. <laughs> Listen to our Forrest Gump episode from a few weeks back. Oh my god. 
so yes, the Kenneth Branagh character has no legs. And uh, they're being introduced the first time, uh, and they're already kind of adversaries. They know that the other is out for the other. Yeah. And uh, Kenneth Branagh takes a first shot, right? He drew first blood mm-hmm. by uh, bringing up his race in a, yeah. in a, uh, in a subtle yeah. way, but not so subtle. He used the, the, the C-O-O-N. Oh, that's yeah. right. He does. He calls him a fucking coon. Yeah. Holy, well, you know, he didn't call him a coon. It's uncomfortable just saying the word, said, even though... Said, what does he say? Like, in a coon's age? Or what not that the, 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 the phrase? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then uh, Will Smith kind of fires back, talking about being, oh, but I'm, not, I'm not half the man you are. And <laughs> it goes back and forth. Yes. Kind of a clever little wordplay. Yeah. But were that the rest of the movie lived up to that scene, uh, I might have a different review to yeah. give you. Uh, it, it starts off awkward, where we meet our protagonist. He's in a water tower with a woman. They're naked. Uh, they're, they're getting down. Mm-hmm. And he's like... Looking through some hole, he's spying some crime going down outside of the water tower. Water tower collapses mm-hmm. because this, like, the the carriage, these guys that are, like, <laughs> what is it? They got, like, moonshine or some shit? Yeah, uh, something flammable. The, yeah, uh, nitro. They got, like, That's nitro. And, like, they try to take off, and they're, they knock the fucking water tower down. Mm-hmm. Like, straight up knock the water tower down. Will Smith gets plunged out of it. Uh, we never see the lady I, come out, though. I think we kind of see his cock. Oh, really? Do we kind of see his cock when he lands? I wasn't freeze-framing it, but... I wasn't either. It's a, it's it's just, a scene set at night, so it's yeah. hard to tell. Uh, and so, yeah, no, she never falls out of the thing. Yeah. In fact, we never actually even hear her again. <laughs> it's just someone throwing shit down to him. Uh, That's a good point. They could only pay her a day scale. She was beautiful. Yeah, man. She was gorgeous. She was distractingly attractive. Yes. Um, this whole movie... I don't know who the audience is. I, I don't know either because it can't be kids. It felt like a kids movie, right? So that I was exposed to it through the marketing, and like I said, you know, I, I thought it was interesting, well, dude, but it didn't seem like it was you, a movie for you've me. You got a guy who turns into a fucking spider at the end of this. Like he, <laughs> he creates a giant transformer spider. Yeah, and there's all sorts of gadgets and gizmos aplenty. Yes, who's it's and what's it's galore. You want thingamabobs? <laughs> yeah, I got plenty. Oh, I think she says twenty, but who cares? I got twenty. <laughs> no big deal. I want more. <laughs> What do you want, Joe? I want 40 of them. <laughs> I mean, come on. What's more than 20? Would have made a much shorter film. The Little Mermaid. <laughs> just, just her coveting minutes. shit in her fucking cave. So, somebody just gives her, oh, look, I've got 20 more. Oh, okay, I'm good. Speaking of which, Lion King came out today. What are we talking about? Uh, the Blu-ray, Lion King, came out today. Oh, like the remastered Disney 2D animated the, version. Yeah. Okay. Because you, you know they're making a remake. Jean Favreau is directing Why? a la The Jungle Book because oh. apparently The Jungle Book was great. I haven't seen it. The Jungle but Book was fun, but... Jean Favreau makes great films. Stop. He does. Stop. No, you disagree? No, not I that he doesn't. I love, I love what he. I love his films. You just like I to mean, see him stop, do something different. Stop with the like, yeah. But that and like, stop with the... Do we... Mm. <laughs> I've broken Joe. See, I feel like something like Beauty and the Beast getting the real life transition... Makes sense because this was a film. It was an important film for Disney. It was nominated for Best Picture. And mostly humans and, in the roles. And mostly humans in the roles. Translates to film. And so life. I think there was there was definitely a curiosity for us to be like, I wonder how that movie would play out if it was just a live action film. Would that work as a live action film? And the responses across the board are varied. Uh, you, you and I disagree. <laughs> Listen to our the, Beauty and the Beast episode the from March this past uh, year. Uh, but but I thought that uh, I thought that it was really good and it was everything I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Lion King worries you. The Lion King worries me because I wasn't I don't know I wasn't as impressed with the Jungle Book. Oh, you saw it. I didn't have that that kind of that same emotional attachment to it that I did with the original animated film. Nor do I. Um, and so I. Oh, feel you, oh like, you're saying you do have an emotional attachment to, to the, the animated to, film? To, yes. Ah. And so I feel like I have a I have an emotional attachment to the Lion King. Guys, do I? And I don't want that to... I, I would hate to see something like that happen, to see, like... In, I think of Harper, and I think, like, yeah. okay, do, do I run the risk that this is going to be her first impression of seeing The Lion King? It's going to be this They're live completely action. different animals, no pun intended. <laughs> I'm doing... I have a project right now at work. It's almost like a full-time job in itself. Mm-hmm. We've got this uh, Make-A-Wish kid. Um, oh, no. Her name's Mackenzie. She's, uh, she's got leukemia. Aww. And her wish is to go to Australia. And we're going to grant her wish... But we're we're going to kind of try to throw her off the scent a little bit. Oh! So tomorrow we got this fake contest that we're doing for my radio station at the Dallas Zoo, where she's going to get pulled out of school at nine oh, fifteen tomorrow. Is this rigged? 
Yeah. yeah. She's, she's going to get pulled out of school at 9.15 tomorrow morning and told that she's been asked to represent Leukemia Lymphoma Society in Hot 93.3's Dash for Cash at the Dallas Mornings <laughs> at the Dallas Zoo. And uh, so she's going to show up, and we've got, like, three other fake teams made up of people that, like, work at the radio station. Mm-hmm. They're going to act like they represent other organizations. This is elaborate. Yeah. And uh, and so when she shows up, like, she's going to sign up the, the papers. Everyone's going to be there, like, signing the papers, getting their list, uh-huh. their scavenger hunt list. And then they get brought into the Dallas Zoo. And first they start off in this camp in the middle called Camp Okapi. And they're going to, like, meet an animal, take a picture with it, and then they get, you know, they have to go on their scavenger hunt. And so I've put together, like, this entire, like, itinerary. Like, this is her list of how she's got to go through her thing. And then I've let people know, like, you need to intersect with her at these points and be like, oh, you're here at this one, too. Okay. And then, like, you know, just... Wow. Yeah. So that way... That way she's thrown off because she's 15 years old. I hope someone's going to be videotaping this. This yeah, sounds everyone. Adorable. That's what all the other teams are. Uh, they're going to be multiple like, angles. They're huh? going to be filming her, but acting like like they're looking up the clues and oh, stuff. Oh, clever! Um, Have them turn their phone sideways. So by the way. I know, I know. Please, everybody. So she's 15 though, so we felt like she might be a little too savvy. She would know, like, oh, this is going to be my. But unless we make this super convincing, mm. that like, oh no, this is a competition. <laughs> So I've got, like, people who are staged to, like, while she's getting something, like, she's leaving the park to go check in at the table uh-huh. to have them check her photos to see if she got everything. And we're going to have my guys, like, turning another team away. Like, wow. oh, no, you missed one. You have to go back. And, like, these guys running back into the park. It sounds like a lot of walkie-talkies will be involved. There's going to be a lot of phones. We're going to be texting a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I guess that's what people do that's in what we do now. the year 2017. Yeah. So that's going to be our bit. And then uh, she's going to get to the radio station. Because that's like the final place. Like once you've gotten everything, oh, that's so you have special. To race back to the radio station and meet us in the fishbowl studio down in the plaza mm-hmm. at American Airlines Center. And uh, when she shows up, we've got this check, this giant check. Like, hey, you know what? You were the first one back. You win this check, and then we're going to turn it around. It says your wish is granted. You're going to Australia. Oh! And then all her family and friends dun, are going to be. Dun, 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 they're going to come dun, in from dun, the dun, elevators, dun, dun, dun. from around the the building and stuff. Wow! And yeah, dude, surprise her with that. You could just do that, yeah, <laughs> and cut out the whole going to the zoo. The zoo thing though is to like because she's going to go visit animals. Throw that are her like off the in, scent. Well, that throw her off the scent, kind of, but she's going to be seeing animals from Australia. Oh, like, I we're see. We're going There's to be theme. like sneakily, like a few of the animals are going to be Australian animals. Uh, All of the Lion King animals, presumably. Oh, sorry, man. That's right. Stepped on your foot. No, no. But yeah, that's so. That's like that. That's that's the kind of shit that I have to do. I hope that uh, that sounds fun. Actually, you should be seriously. Other people do shit jobs. Jen has been on Excel all night. I'm super excited about this. I hate my job otherwise, but I'm super excited about because you get to give back to the community. Yes. So the Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. Um. At what point in this movie did you realize that it was a shitty movie? Oh, immediately! Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it did not take long. You're you're talking about you know the 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 awkward sexual moments were no pun intended thrust into right off the bat, um, and it never stops. And the next scene is uh, Kevin Klein in, in drag, drag. Uh, being seduced by um, by multiple men. Buffalo Bill from with, with uh, the, Song to the Lambs. The fucking horn in his ear, which that I kind of dug. Scene, but the one scene where he tips it he down tips and it. like. Drool comes oh, out. Like the All earwax the comes out. Oh, oh. Yeah, good times. It was gross. <laughs> that was pretty much where I was got like I started the first few minutes, I was like, okay, so I guess this is a little bit more adult. Jim West is in a water tower with a naked woman. Uh and I thought maybe this was a woman he knew. <laughs> right, 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 like the love interest that we'd yeah. come back now? No, nope, yeah. just some rando. No. Uh and so then we, we cut to the Kevin Klein thing where he's dressed in drag. That was the moment where I was like this is going to be rough. Yeah, I'm not going to. This like is this. what you're opening with. I am really not going to like this movie. Now there are moments of this film that are, um, if not endorsable, <laughs> at least enjoyable temporarily. I, I can't wait. Well, I like the, I, <laughs> I like the the gadgets. I like that kind of James Bond 007 where he's got this train and you push a button and the pool table flips over and you can see underneath and it's yeah. kind of booby trapped and uh-huh. I like all that stuff, man. I like the idea that uh, if you find a severed head. If you just shine a light shine through the back of it, the, and then tip it upside Joe, down, little known thing, um, the last thing you see is like burned into your retinas it's forever. Burned into the back, it's like of a your photograph. Eyes. I liked that concept. I did too. That's a cool concept for like a horror film, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, yeah. you know, like not as you like Sherlock Holmes, not a Sherlock Holmesian clues. thing. I did, I did find a little bit of humor in like the whole Will Smith. Like that is a man's <laughs> head. See, and that's one of my complaints about the film. Like 
this film thinks it's funnier than it actually is, uh-huh. and it's putting way too much stock in Will Smith. I think this is where this was the first big summer bomb for him, right? Because it was like a hundred seventy million budget, only made like two hundred twenty million. Um, everyone was expecting to be bigger because we're on the heels of Independence Day and yeah. Men in Black, and oh, Will Smith, another summer movie. Same director as Men and, in Black, and, and it underperformed. And underperformed, and rightfully so. Like yeah. I'm, I think word of mouth kind of killed this film. Well, but what was this? What was the? I, I'm having the hardest time with like what was the point? Why of this movie? Why did we make this? That's weird because it's like they're using an old property that only our fathers would know. Yeah. Right? They're not going to see this film unless you were raised on Nick at Night. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, which I was. They're also trying to cater to children. But this whose children is not for children. I wouldn't let my kids watch this at all. Yeah, no, I don't think kids would enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Even like, there's not enough in there for them to to grasp onto. It's it's actually a boring film, like it's... a kind of an uneventful movie. You've got like one action sequence at the beginning, part of an action sequence uh, about 30, 40 minutes into it, mm-hmm. and then mostly nothing till you get to the end of the film. Yeah. It's it, it is a slow burner. We got Salma Hayek playing a prostitute that Dude. is needless to the plot. She should, should not be in here. Well, did you get the impression with her that she was like a, a double agent or something? Like she was working for Kenneth Branagh? No, like the way she behaved like was suspicious. She always acted suspicious, and I thought that was like, oh, she's making a choice that she's acting suspiciously around these two. I thought so too. Instead, it just turned out. Oh, she's a shitty actress. Like, that, that's exactly she's what doing, it, She's just doing a horrible fucking job in this movie. That's exactly what it is. It's like any other actress would have been able to kind of pull that off. And Joe, I'm not an actor. Um, I appreciate how difficult it is to pretend to be somebody who's pretending to be something else. Yeah. Because you can't jump right from that first layer to the second. It's like Inception. You yeah. gotta go. You gotta have that layer underneath uh-huh. that shows that that person's lying. And yeah, she's not up to that task. No. This was again the time when like Salma Hayek was the new hotness. And we're just yeah, going to cast straight her off everything. Desperado from Dust Till Dawn. That's all right. Yeah. And uh, probably killed her career, too. Like, the way, the way that she... When, Before Frida. There's the, the scene when uh, when Kenneth Branagh ends up getting behind them, and then she realizes, oh, shit, he's coming. And she, In like, the train? She grabs that, that ball, the billiard ball, mm-hmm. and brings Ke- uh, Kevin Klein into the restroom or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, it all seems deliberate. Like, she's, she's there. She's trying to knock them out. She's Gassed trying them. to give them up. Yep. Uh, and it was, and then it turned out like that wasn't. There was no, there was no depth to her character. There was no other, se- and that I think is one of the most disappointing parts. Joel is that I sat there for an hour and forty five minutes <laughs> waiting. waiting for the turn, the waiting big for the twist, mm-hmm. and there never was one. Nope, she's just a pretty face who is along for to I guess, get to recover her husband. Yes, who we think who is, she her says father. is her father. Mm-hmm. Why would she say that? I, I don't know. Like what can it, it, so that she can that use? They wouldn't help her if she said it was her husband. She can use her sexuality to entice them. to But do she her never bidding. does. <laughs> no, no, like no. at no point in this movie does she use her sexuality to be like. And frankly, get me this or, or do this for me. Frankly, they don't need much enticing because Kevin Klein and Will Smith are like fighting over this woman basically from the, from the beginning. From the beginning. Subtly, yeah. But uh, Will Smith keeps making comments about he's gonna he's gonna bed her. He's like, I'm gonna tap that ass. Yeah. I believe he does use common vernacular too, doesn't they, he? Yeah, he does. It's a weird world Quite that this film lives in. Like uh-huh. we're just supposed to believe that Will Smith. See, and that's the thing. His, his, this character that he's playing made sense in Men in Black when he was like a '90s wisecracking cop. Yes, who finds out there's aliens. Now he's not in so much '69. Yeah, but he still has swagger. Oh yeah, no, and and they're making references to. Uh, emancipation mm-hmm. and ra- dude he almost gets lynched there is a lynching scene he, he almost in this gets film. lynched and they play it off for laughs yeah like oh I'm gonna talk myself out of it because you know if I'm Will Smith and like, so I, I said I'm, redneck you took that as uh, as as an insult that scene goes on forever and this is what I'm Long talking about where time. the film thinks it's funnier than it is and yeah. no it's just awkward between the sexual innuendos mm-hmm. uh, and the the transgender I'm a little uncomfortable so um Oh yeah, that was my, my first note. Is is this movie for kids? No. There's so much gratuitous nudity and language. Mm-hmm. Um I'm embarrassed for Kevin Klein and Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, because like they're better than this. halfway through this movie I'm watching, I'm going, I am so embarrassed for you. Who did you owe a favor to that mm. you ended up having to do this? I have a, a hard time believing that Kenneth Branagh was like this is the this is the career this is the choice I want to make. Oh, you think so? Is I want is is to do this. Like, I can't believe he did that. I think he did. You do? Yeah. That he I was totally like, think. I believe I would like to branch out 
and I'd like to play this legless villain. I think he saw Gary Oldman in uh, The Fifth Element <laughs> and decided to base this character off of a Zorg. But but there's a difference between Zorg and Arliss Loveless. <laughs> like, it, there's the, the depth that Gary Oldman, even though I don't like The Fifth Element, there's the depth that Gary Dear, Oldman brought to the Zorg you? character. How dare you, sir? And he just, he talked funny like <laughs> this, but other than that, like, he wasn't like, he wasn't so, like, cartoony racist. Like, <laughs> no. And he, what was Kenneth Branagh doing? Did he have his own, like, Nazi force that he was, because he has that whole scene where he's giving his speech. Mm-hmm. And, and he's got, like, the president, Ulysses oh, right. S. Grant, his prisoner. He's got everybody held prisoner, and he's doing his speech or whatever. And it looks like he's got his own army and shit. Where did they go? I was just going to say, they, they show up out of nowhere, just so that Will Smith can fight them in the end. In, in drag. Yes. Will Smith is doing like the sexy Bugs Bunny as a female. That's bunny. exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the fake boobs that we uh, we talked about earlier, we see earlier the fake boobs being inflated. If with... you're if you're going to make a live action cartoon, mm-hmm. then it has to be safe for kids. For kids, right? You have to make sure that you you you're not so tone deaf in your film. I've used that phrase as well in my yeah. notes. It is yeah. tone deaf. Um. What where where was I going to go from that? It was the Kenneth Branagh character. Uh, I don't understand the motivations. Like he's just bad for the sake of being bad. Well, he uh, he he lost his lower half. I'm not even going to say legs. Wait, so what are we saying that he's like James Woods in White House Down? That like he resents the what did this to him, or or he so he wants yeah. to just take down the system? Well, yeah, he says you know he I, I gave half my body and everything for the country, and then uh, my my superiors just gave up just. Surrendered. But then so he's he, mad at everybody. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If you want to be an agent of chaos, that's fine. But this is a person who has a plan of like dividing up the country. Because right. he has a giant mechanical fucking spider. The divided states of America. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that's that doesn't seem like the MO of someone who's just like, I'm resentful because I lost half my body. Now I want to take a quarter of the country. It's like a Bond villain, basically. Yeah. Which doesn't seem to fit in the context of this story. No, it was what we're building here. I'll tell you, Joe, I, I know this was based on another property and you kind of have to stick to certain terms, but uh, the most f- interesting part of this film, I thought, was the Kevin Klein character in kind mm-hmm. of his Sherlock Holmesian. He's got these these contraptions. He's part Data Artemis, from Goonies. The Artemis Gordon character. And part Sherlock Holmes, yeah. Um, yeah. And he's much more interesting when he's not in drag. He's much more interesting when they allow him to be. Mm-hmm. Like it, it seemed like he was inconsistent as a character as well. Also true that he would be pretty savvy and he could take care of himself in uh, in in situations as a spy. But then he gets beat but, up by women. But then, well, not only that, but then like once it's convenient because Will Smith has to be the one that's always got one up on him. Mm-hmm. Like he becomes kind of a buffoon. Right. Do you notice that? Oh yeah. Yeah, that that was that was a little bit that was a little bit frustrating, <laughs> just just as an audience. Like I was, I, I was frustrated watching this movie. Um, that it's not to say that there weren't bad things about this movie that that didn't make me like laugh. I've <laughs> talked about this before in, on podcasts where I'm like, you know, in recently I've mentioned it a few times where we've talked about the difference between a bad movie that's not fun to talk about or a bad movie that's like what, mm-hmm. and this falls under the like this is a bad movie that's like. It's kinda, a little offensive. I, I kind of had, but but I kind of had a good time watching it because this film? okay in a in a samurai cop kind of way. Okay, all right. Like that, there were choices made in this movie yes. that made me laugh. That I enjoyed. Like I sat there going, I can't wait to see what happens next. Yes, Not from okay. a narrative standpoint, yeah. from a production, <laughs> from a train wreck standpoint. Yes. Yeah. Well, again, no pun intended. There are several train wrecks in this film. But for every one of those scenes that kind of makes you laugh at how bad it is, then there's like, oh, a a, a rape conversation we're going to have oh, about yeah. how Kevin Brana he says something about, oh, look at all the mechanical things I can build. He pretty much insinuates there's he's a, going to rape Salma Hayek there, yeah. with a mechanical penis. Oh, they yeah. even cut away to a machine that he has built uh-huh. that like that looks very shoots phallic. out. Oh, it's very phallic. Super phallic. And I'm like, no, that's not, I, I guess I get what you were going for. Mm-hmm. But I can't appreciate it, and I don't want to see it or hear about it. I kind of feel like the little, the mechanic, uh, what is it, the magnetic disc shooter thing mm-hmm. loses its effectiveness when you take it out of rural areas. Like, what? what's the end game with that weapon? Like, wh- was he going to take that into, like, cities and stuff? I don't because, know. Because I guarantee it's not going to be as effective 
if you take that into a large metropolitan city. <laughs> I just thought it was a cool toy that somebody wanted to squeeze into the film somewhere, much yeah. like uh, much like the giant robotic spider. The robotic, robotic. Do you know the story behind that? I was gonna say, yeah. Didn't that that was from Spider Man or uh, no, Superman? Superman. That was the Tim Burton Superman. It was the um, so it, this was something. If you could see this on the DVD, the, yeah, the Kevin, with Kevin Smith, Smith, yeah, where he talks about how he worked with John Peters, producer. That's of the, the guy's name. The um, the Michael Keaton Batman film, based on that, the success they wanted to make a Superman movie right after that, mm-hmm. and. Based solely on Kevin Smith's dialogue in Mallrats about Superman and Lois Lane having sex. Uh, <laughs> they thought that qualified him they, to They pin. thought that qualified. He believes that that's why he got called up by John Peters to be the writer on the new Superman film. Uh, and so they, he was working with John Peters and he was trying to create this thing. And he kept talking about how like John Peters, though, he's not really a movie producer. He's a hairstylist. He used to be Barbara Streisand's hairstylist. Oh, interesting. Who ended up like investing in a couple movies that turned out great. Mm. So he made fucking millions and became a movie producer. Uh, so he wanted to do Superman, got with Kevin Smith, and they were putting together a story. And Kevin Smith's like, well, that doesn't make sense, but I guess I'll throw it in there. And one of the other, one of the things he wanted to do was to have Superman fight a giant fucking spider. Right. And nothing to do with the story at hand, yeah. but somehow you got to get that in there. He just wanted Superman. He said, fuck this, the suit. Don't want Superman in the suit. Fuck that. Also, I want him to fight a giant spider. <laughs> and, uh, you know, eventually Kevin Smith like let, got let go from the project. And uh, and Tim Burton came on, and it, then it didn't happen. It yeah. ultimately didn't happen. And Kevin Smith said, you know, imagine my surprise years later when I'm mm-hmm. sitting in a movie theater watching a movie called Wild Wild West <laughs> and a fucking giant spider. And then you would mention that in Man of Steel. Man of Steel, he fights what could be considered a giant fucking spider yeah, at the end. Yeah, it's got tentacles, got multiple <laughs> yes. legs, if you will, going yeah. after uh-huh. poor soups. So there's that's and, and it's produced by John Peters. John Peters as yeah. well. Guys obsessed with mechanical spiders. Giant for just giant fucking mechanical spiders, man. <laughs> so yeah, that, well it didn't work in that film, doesn't work in this one. Doesn't later. work in this one at all, especially with like all the weird spider motifs that they throw all over the place in the set design. I didn't even realize that earlier that the discs, the magnetic disc you're talking about that decapitate yeah. people um had Little ins- uh, had spiders insignia on of spiders on them. What about when they're in Artemis, uh, or not Artemis, Arliss Loveless's uh, ho- house? They have that party and they blow up the head of Lincoln or whatever, mm-hmm. which is weird. Yes. Uh, but like in the background, there's like webbing. It looks like mm-hmm. spider webbing. Just a, a little too much. And then like his female cohorts or whatever yes. have like spider webs over their boobs. It's just too much. Like it's too on the nose. And. We didn't need that motif. We already have a cool fucking motif in this... Um, a steampunk Wild steampunk West adventure. aesthetic, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Yeah. But we tried uh, too hard. We flew too close to the sun, that's Joel. That's right. Like Icarus. <laughs> Our wings melted. Yes. Um, hmm. So when John West climbs up on top of the the spider, this is near the end, when mm-hmm. they take Ulysses S. Grant prisoner. Wild Wild West. And uh, Kevin Klein tries to pose as Ulysses S. Grant as well to throw them off. But they end up just capturing both of them. Again, a <laughs> that useless was a failed. tactic. <laughs> yeah. uh, John West climbs up on top of the spider to try to you know help out. Gets fucking shot in the chest. Point blank range. Point blank. And then falls what must be like three stories, and, right? And so we find out like earlier in the movie, we check off's gun, this like bulletproof vest, this mm-hmm. early version of a bulletproof vest. Bulletproof vest. That Artemis is creating. If, fuck, if, if the bullet doesn't kill John West, the fall should have. Yeah, yeah. He lands flat on his back. Mm-hmm. Um, and no. He, he should have been in a chair. That. He should have shown up in a chair to fight <laughs> Kenneth Branagh, who was like also that. in a chair. So like <laughs> and then they just sadly like wheel towards like each other. Paraplegic kung fu. <laughs> oh, that that just sounds insensitive. Yeah. You just I know. I know. No, no. I still want to see it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying. Was it weird to you that racist Southern Arliss was like totally hot for Persian Will Smith? <laughs> Didn't that seem uncharacteristic? That is always. And no one was like, "Hey, where did this?" Where did this chick come I from? I know. Did who hired her? Did you hire her? Yeah, no, no I not don't on the payroll. Dude, that's... Both that and the entire idea that Kevin Klein, on oh, the minute he puts a dress on and some fake boobs, men can't resist him. They just yeah. It's like, no, you just look like a six foot four, two hundred pound woman. Yeah. And it was, it was so weird that guy comes up and he like whispers something in his ear and he's like, No, thank you. I've got tonsillitis or something. Yeah, no, stop. I don't even need to know like that they're implying like this guy wants <laughs> Kevin Klein to fucking blow him. <laughs> It's just inappropriate. 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 It's it's hard to believe that like a Looney Tunes cartoon does hero dressed in drag more tastefully than this movie. 
it's true. It, it's it's bad. Um, well, I apologize, Joe. So this no no no. So this movie made, but it made its budget back. It made its budget back, but you always got to double. Like if they if they spent one hundred seventy million, that means they wanted three hundred forty. Yeah, and it fell way way short at two twenty. Do you think we're ever going to revisit this? I mean, who what? I wouldn't have thought we'd revisit it in the first place. Like, it's a property that nobody really knew, but, and the people that did... But now it is a property that people know. Whether it why? was because good of or this bad, because it's, Will, it's a Will Smith movie. All right. You, you think know? they'd try to remake it? I, I, I wonder if they would. Steampunk man. is kind of in. Steampunk is totally in. If it, it ever went out. it's been for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So, I... You want to give me a steampunk western? I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. But lean but into it. Do, lean into it. Give us a fucking script with some meat. Have some characters that mean something, mm-hmm. that have motivations. Uh, and, and you know, <laughs> it just have fun with your gimmicks, but have them make sense in the context of the story as well. There were so many weird things going on in this movie that I... And maybe they weren't weird. Maybe if I was familiar with the TV show, it mm-hmm. would make sense. Like when uh, when James is in um, Arliss's office and he's trying to do the Big Lebowski on the notepad. <laughs> which I don't think they did that back then. I don't think there was like yeah. notepad-style stationery probably no, back no, in probably 1869. That's a good point. I don't quite think that that was there. Uh-huh. And I think the, the only reason was because someone wanted to have that gag where he does like mm-hmm. the... Uh, and, and in fact, I called that when he pulls the, the, the thing off and he gives it to him. I was uh, like, someone's totally going to scratch that out. Why would they do that? Uh, but when totally like just flying off the handle here. Um, but when Bai Ling comes in. Bai Ling is in this Bai film. Ling. Samurai Cop 2's Bai Ling. At her bilingualist. <laughs> Bilingual? <laughs> Bilingualist? Uh, do you prefer her in this movie or in The Crow? No, uh, neither? <laughs> You're going to no. say Neither. I liked her in Samurai Cop. I liked her where she was just, <laughs> just I am biling, I'm unapologetic. Psychotic biling. Doesn't make sense what I'm doing, but hey, I'm having fun. Dude. Why aren't we having fun here? They She gets like one of the top four credits, I think. What? Yeah, isn't oh, she credited? Oh, in Samurai she's, Cop? No, no, no. In this movie, in, in Wild this? Wild West, she's like credited Who in the is movie. she? Where did she come from? She's credited like fourth or fifth. How is this possible? I have no clue, dude. But yeah, oh, like, well. and then she shows up. She's got that scene in that office, and then she's dead. They fucking they they kill her, and and then he shoots a bunch of dudes that are in like paintings, like dude, yeah, in that, in that kind of Temple of Doom. And I don't know if scene. that, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know if that's a bit that's from like the TV show because that seems it feels like oddly it, right? specific. Feels like it was out of an episode. Yeah. So, but I, I appreciate what they were trying to do. That was a nice effect. If if implausible, yeah, I think the the practical way they did it in Temple of Doom was much more effective. And he's walking around his room. You just see that guy come to life in the That's background, right? Because he was just in the fucking background yeah. the entire time. This one, time. the guy's like somehow levitated two feet off the ground, like standing in the painting. Well, they kind of okay. Here's wasn't quite sure here's the thing. They how the physics worked. They there. kind of set it up a little bit with the orchestra. If you remember, it looks like they're playing in the frame of a photo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, yeah. So I think that's they were trying to do that. But for me, there was a disconnect. Like, there was no way I brought that into that scene. Right. I didn't even think about that until just now. I didn't see it coming. Yeah, yeah. good call. Um, yeah. And we only see him, like, shoot one guy. And then he aims around and shoots a bunch of other guys. And we just see the bodies fall. We see the bodies. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies And the bodies the... do hit the floor. And then we see Bai Ling's ass. Well, no, that was before that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, she, we see so... Bai Ling's ass. We see Salma Hayek's ass. ass. We see Will Smith's ass. We do see Will Smith's yeah. ass. Yeah. And penis, potentially. There's, yeah, there's so much Good band ass. name. Penis, potentially. Could you imagine how frustrating the day of uh, that shoot where they had to wear like the weird collars of shame? Like they look like puppies wearing those shame collars. Yes, and they've been using that in the in the publicity as well. Yeah, that's wow. Yes, <laughs> that day of shooting. Like if I, Kevin Klein again, I feel like Kevin <laughs> Klein would be sitting there going, "The fuck am I doing?" Somewhere there's a, a photo of him like lounging <laughs> with a, one of those collars. Chair. On. Yeah, there's so much wasted potential. Like this, this could have been. F- but again, I like, like I like the Brenneth. The Brenneth Kana. The Brenneth Kana. I liked Kenneth Branagh's take on that character. Did you? I thought he was a I fun villain. Didn't like it. Uh, I really did not like aside his character. Aside from some of the uncomfortable things he was asked no, to do and or say. I didn't like it. No. I didn't enjoy his delivery. I didn't enjoy the character that he was trying to build. Could you hear the accent that he was doing? I was, yeah, that he was trying so hard. It's always interesting to hear. See, if have you ever seen... There's a movie he did called Dead Again. Hmm. I I know of it. It's so fucking good. And he affects uh, a pretty good just like 
Midwestern, like, American accent. What's your take on Kenneth Branagh? Genius? Oh. Uh, Maybe that's a strong word. I like him. Thumbs up pile? I like him. I do, More too. More often than not, I like Kenneth Branagh. I'm totally... That's right there what you're looking at. That yeah. again, that's that's my favorite film that he's ever done. No, oh, really? Oh, yes. Better that's, than the... It's not the Hamlet. What's it? The Much Ado About Nothing? Much Ado About... Yes. Yeah. Oh, mm. no. I love that movie. I think that it's a, it's a really cool whodunit mystery. Um, I'll have to check it out. Now I feel like I've built it up too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, he's always at his best when he's adapting Shakespeare. Yeah. Like, I kind of feel like that's what he was born to do. Well, he's not adapting Shakespeare in this one. No. He's still with Emma Thompson. Must uh, have been uncomfortable later on when they were both uh, in Harry Potter back again. Why? Did you notice that? Why? Well, because... British people get over that. <laughs> <laughs> it's specifically a trait There's, of the Brits. Uh, it's uh, Known fact. There's no emotion. They're just like... Mm. It's a shame it didn't work out, Kenneth. Yes, well, it's about high about tea time. <laughs> uh, I know why my British people sound like Terence and Philip. They do. <laughs> I think I'm going to leave you, Emma. It's tea time, Terence. Okay, Philip. Um, <laughs> ah! <laughs> you are such an uncle fucker. Um, all right, so back to Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. Here, going to the Wild Wild West. Mm, James West, dude with the guns. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was hoping with something like a Western, there'd be a little bit more gunplay. Yeah. Uh, that Surprisingly little. This is less of a Western, and it's definitely, it's more sci-fi. Like, the movie ends with Artemis <laughs> and James riding the giant mechanical spider <laughs> into, the into the sunset. And in a, in a better film, that I, I would let them get away with that. But by this point, you're just like, no, I, I can't get on board. Joel, I understand f- what you're trying to do. The final line is, James, mm. can I ask you a question? <laughs> And, and Will Smith just waits for a bit and goes, no. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yep. That's how it ends. Saving it for the sequel, Joe. Yeah. Oh, will we see a sequel? Do <laughs> you think maybe they had planned that that's how they would end every... every every? Would would the sequel be called Wilder, Wilder West? Oh, we could probably... <laughs> Wild Wild East? No. <gasps> yeah, well, they, they'll do like what... Uh, Where they, like Shanghai yeah, Nights. Yeah, Shanghai Nights. Shanghai Noon. <laughs> Shanghai Noon. <laughs> They go to the the Far East. First oh of my all, God. Shanghai Noon, great film, I think. Yes. One of Jackie Chan's best. Um, and a clever title that is a play on High Noon, right? Yes, yes. Shanghai Nights, no. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It's not. You're, you've, you've neutered the joke. But, Joel. And also the film. I needed another movie. <laughs> is Biling in that, too? N- yeah, probably. <laughs> Why not? Wait, who are you impersonating just then? I was then? trying to be Owen Wilson. Oh, I was like... <laughs> It's a horrible Jackie Chan. <laughs> then maybe you thought I was being biling. <laughs> oh shit! Oh god! Uh, do, do, I, what else? No, do you I'm done. Yeah, with this I'm, film I'm done too. And everything about it. What did Wild Wild West do right? Well, for me, uh, I still think there's potential in that steampunk aesthetic. So I like I like the art direction and I like the design of some of the gizmos mm-hmm. that they had. Um, he's got that blowtorch that he kind of hooks up to his uh, the heel, the spur yeah. on his boot at one point I thought was clever. There's, there's a couple little bits in there where you're like, oh, okay. That's clever. There's yeah. some creativity in this film that uh, is ripe with potential. And you know what? The effects that they were using to execute, some of them, some of them are bad. The walking spider, maybe not so much. But, um, oh, I did like the Dude, sound design. Everything that they did in front of a green screen, was yeah. just, it was so horrible and obvious. You could see kind of the fuzziness around Kevin Klein's head as yeah. he's on the train and the... Uh, yep going on in the background mm-hmm. uh, but I still like that that aesthetic how about you what did it do right the props warehouse mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. just the props in this movie yeah I props to the really props cool. uh, even though it was disgusting the buffalo bill with the his ear. thing the ear yeah like that was, that was cool like cool. some of the some of the makeup and, and props and stuff uh, I, I'll give them props <laughs> uh, what did this movie do wrong this movie would be more enjoyable if I could actually watch it without cringing. But there's so many awkward moments. We mentioned, you know, the the lynching, him trying to talk himself out of being lynched, just doesn't play. Yeah. Um, although I do like the little shot of him slapping the chick's boobs, which gets him into trouble initially. Yeah. He's like, but up, but up. But it escalates so quickly. Yes, it does. Like he gets. Well, Kevin Klein does and, it, and Kevin Klein's like, hang him, lynch him with his magical elastic rope. Yeah. That they uh, that they bring back later. Yeah. For a failed gag. Just for. To have him bounce back and forth, a la Bugs Bunny. Once. Mm-hmm. And it's not like something that just keeps happening. Yeah. Just once. <laughs> you Remember when Kenneth Branagh's train did the whole, like, I'm on stilts thing? Yes! <laughs> like, and that's the only time. Like, so, we created this effect. He has this complicated train just so people could go underneath him? Or was that the spider? Is uh, the train the spider? No, because it's not to scale. Okay. Like that spider comes from somewhere. The spider is that tank. That, that's oh, right. No, that was the same tank. But the You're tank right. went into the train. Hmm. 
I got I lost track. Yeah, dude, I did too. Um, what I thought this movie did wrong, uh, I thought that the the writing was horrible, mm-hmm. uh, except for I, that one scene. I thought that the uh, <laughs> the motivations, the lack of characterization, like these these just flat characters in this movie. Yeah. Will Smith is supposed to be you've charming. Got, you've got. You've got Kenneth Klein or Ke- Kenneth Branagh, yeah, and, and, Kevin and, Klein in this movie, two proven, amazing yeah. actors. Mm-hmm. Will Smith, who ends up, you know, he, he's done well up until this point, and since then has proven that he still has it. Sure, but like just a whole lot of squandered talent. And I've seen Salma Hayek. Like I, I love her in Dogma. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's great. She's convincing in Dogma. So I know Salma Hayek can at least perform the role that she's given. Yeah. So I think ultimately, blame it on the all director. those things that I didn't like, I have to blame the director. I think you're right. Because someone needs to be driving this and and paying attention to these details. Who's driving the spider? And making sure that this is coming together right. Yeah. <laughs> Who's driving the spider? And, uh, and yeah, Barry Sonnenfeld like fucking failed epically with this. Yeah, and he kind of showed his hand after this and Men in Black 2, which is Im- an embarrassment. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't even recognize that that exists. It's not canon, as far as I'm concerned, did because I do, love that first one so Men much. Did he do Men in Black 3? Uh, I want to say they brought him back for that. Yeah, I think so. Um, which, uh, not as bad, but by that point... Too little, too late. Exactly. Uh, it was actually surprising to me when they finally announced, like, oh, yeah, we're doing we're doing Men in Black 3. I was like... Yeah, like 10 years later. It hasn't, yeah. It, was it 10? Uh, well, look, 1997 to 2012. Well, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> it was a while. Yeah. 15 years? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Jesus. Well, but 10 years from Men in Black from 2. From Men in Black 2. Okay. That's true. Uh, all right. So, would you recommend... This movie no, in I can't. any capacity. I say if there's a YouTube clip of, of some of the gadgets, maybe somebody's cut together a highlight reel, go with that. But uh, no, the 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 benefits do not outweigh the cons mm-hmm. or the pros. Yeah. I'm mixing my metaphors. <laughs> whatever. It's okay because this isn't 1869. <laughs> you can mix whatever you want, Joel. I'm a fan of that. I don't think we should segregate. or in Yeah, segregate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's even like a 40 acres and a mule joke at the beginning, too. One of the guys, you know, you, you may have got your 40 acres and a mule, but you can't get into this White House. And, like, <laughs> at the very beginning, no, one of the one of the yes. bad guys. Yeah. He's like, you find yourself in the wrong place. And I'm like, oh, yes, yeah. But, are mm-hmm. they? And he gets punched ahead of time. But, but even then, I'm like, too much. Mm-hmm. Too much. And plus, I, you're not allowed to have fun in this world if... We're going to be talking about right. racism and, and rape. Every, every time that ra- the racism came up, like every time they did that, like it stopped being fun. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, ooh, like the same more is, about us, Joe, and the time we live in. Or this, is a, this was this okay twenty years ago? We live in oh, and these. Are, I don't know if it was ever okay. Oh, I think what people agreed to stomach <laughs> has, oh. has evolved over time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I really don't. All I know is every time somebody would make a reference like that, it it was jarring mm-hmm. and it made me cringe. And I was like, "That's unnecessary. Why can't we just have a movie about?" A... It's cool that there's <laughs> there's a black hero yeah. in the old west. Yeah, that's really cool. That and it's this cartoony superhero kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't need to and, draw attention to and it. And when when you draw attention to it, mm-hmm. you're reducing diminishes it. it. You're reducing the fact that this is a black hero, a black yeah. a black protagonist, and then you start throwing around the racism and shit. And it's like, even even when Ken, Kevin Klein, I keep wanting to call him Kenneth Klein <laughs> and Kevin Branagh, even when Kevin Klein says something like, "Oh yeah, you're you're blending just fine," a Negro, right. and I was like, "Come on, man, <laughs> gonna call you it out." You couldn't just have gone like. Oh yeah, you'll blend in just fine. Well, see that, and just leave the line at no, that. because the problem is, I think they're tr- they're intentionally trying to make some social commentary here and talking about, oh look, what what if what oh, if we what look, if this were allowed? Hmm, fuck oh, it. Oh yes, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so if we were to remake Wild Wild West today, uh, how would we do that? Well, I recast five, and I have a director this time. I recast four, oh, and I have a director. Who'd you miss? You probably left out Ted Levine. I left out Ted Levine. Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Well, I'll start with him. Um, he's the guy, uh, he really just kind of, he's the first bad guy until we get to the mastermind, uh, and he's systematically, although he's one of the guys that can't wait to fuck female Kevin Klein. That's right. Get in line, friends. (laughs) But he's, he's killed about halfway through the film, or so we think. 
and then he he washes up ashore and has to have one last scene with Will Smith so that Will Smith can be the one to take him out because <laughs> yes. that's what he vowed. Really odd. Uh, but uh, played by uh, Ted Levine in this one. How about for me? Uh, how about Rob Schneider? I love it. I don't mind seeing him. Rob Schneider. Oft. Well, I mean, I'm really trying to lean into the 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 comedy in this a little bit. I'm, I'm going to be. I'm going to be a racist general. <laughs> uh, all right. Who do you have next? You have Rita Escobar. Uh, sure do. Salma Hayek. Uh, how about you? Who do you, who are you doing in this one? Zoe Saldana. Oh, I like that. Uh, I almost did Rosario Dawson because we do them a lot. Yeah. But uh, somebody else I do a lot is Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Did you, at, comedy. did you at any point consider Sofia Vergara? Oh, that would have been good too. Yeah. Do you think maybe she's a little too old? I was going to say maybe the not age appropriate. Yeah. Um, I mean, is it? I don't know. How old does this character need to be? Because it's... It know, maybe, I think it just depends on the age of your leads. Could have been a little more believable maybe if she were uh, a little older. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to see the, that husband. I wanted to see the Rita character be a little bit more effective. Me too. She was. She was. Set nothing to do with the plot the entire time. I, I, it, it felt like one of those check boxes. Yeah, we, we we need some ass. Uh, need just a sexy chick who's sexy. Mm-hmm. Who's the love interest? Um. All right. So Arliss Loveless. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Branagh. I I couldn't decide, so I have three of them. Oh, I so, do too. Yeah. Let's do. Let's do all of our three. Okay. I'll do the most obvious one for me, which was uh, Kevin Spacey. Oh. Uh, my accent. most obvious was Christian Bale. Oh, interesting. Oh, I like that too. Yeah, yeah with the handlebar mustache. Mm-hmm. Um, my second one is uh, just for looks alone, because um, Jenna mentioned that she thought uh, with that makeup on that he looked like uh, Manny Patinkin from... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Inigo Mentoya. Yes, from The Princess Hello. Bride. My name is Kenneth Branagh. Uh, you killed my spider. <laughs> Roberto died. Roberto die. Um Tom Hiddleston. Ooh, oh yeah, we like to use him. I, well, I like him because he plays a likable villain. And he would be doing a uh, uh, a southern accent. Right. I but like that. I think that's kind of what this movie was missing a little bit of like... Look... <sighs> Look at look at him as Loki. Yeah. Look at uh, Hans Gruber in Die Hard. Uh, Alan Rickman. They're likable villains until they end up getting to the point where they they aren't likable anymore. <laughs> well they, said. They, well, I want that. I hope that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. But like you know, the 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 problem with Kenneth Branagh was he was despicable from the moment we saw him. Like. He wasn't charming. There wasn't anything charming about his character. He was just fucking gross and despicable. Um, I thought he had some fun moments and lines. I could kind of get behind him. But again, but he any, lost me with that, that rape scene. He lost me with the coon's age and, <laughs> yeah. and all that, like yeah. throwing all that stuff out. I'm like, okay, I can't. Now I can't at all. Um, That's too who's bad. your third? My third one, um, how about uh, Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt seems like he could do a role like this. He doesn't really yeah. get to play bad guys often. We know he can do uh, zany accents. Um, and he could be a little a little manic. We haven't seen him be that kind of Brad Pitt. He's he's turned into Oscar Brad Pitt Brad Pitt's in the last ten bad. years. Um, I want to see Twelve Monkeys Brad Pitt come back. I'm going to say that my third is Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> oh God! Oh my God! There was there something go. about him That's that it. made me think of you there, win. There, there will be blood. Of course. I was like, huh? Oh my God! So yeah, that's brilliant. Okay, you win. Um, Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein, the Artemis Gordon character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bradley Cooper. Oh, I like that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor's good. I'm trying to keep him this, in the... These are definitely like roles that are in both of these actors' wheelhouses. Absolutely. Like they could totally do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got our lead. And finally, finally our lead. Will Smith, James West. Uh-huh. I went with Anthony Mackie. The Falcon. Falcon. Yeah, that's that's. Of course, Jenna likes to call him Black Falcon. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's, it's, just, just, it's just Falcon. It's just the Falcon. She gets that in Black Panther confused. <laughs> it's just Panther. <laughs> um... So I went with Tyrese. Tyrese Gibson. Yeah, oh, nice. I, the thing is, though, I don't think I don't think either of our choices have enough star power. No, to like lead this film. But but in my version, which will be directed by Guillermo del Toro, by the way, <gasps> Pacific Rim and will uh, Ron Perlman be one of the villains? <laughs> oh, be, he's, he's the spider. Actually, he's the he's spider. The spider. <laughs> CG. Like, we'll get him in. Shut the fuck up, snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> he's got huge red arms. <laughs> um. <laughs> Hellboy, but it's I think all of his roles rolled into one. I think uh, I want to reduce that character. I, uh, I kind of want to change that James West character. He doesn't need to be Will Smith, yeah. circa nineteen nineties. Yeah, he can, needs to be, needs to fit in that world a little better. He does need to fit into that world. Um, Idris Elba could have been who, great. Who did you say was your director? Uh, Guillermo, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo, 
who I read recently uh, said he regretted not taking the directing uh, of a Harry Potter film. I guess he was offered one. Yeah, he was supposed to do mm-hmm. the third one, I think. That uh, 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 Cuaron, the other uh-huh. Mexican director. That's, it was hot at the time. The two. No, the I mean, two. he was big at the time. <laughs> they both kind of blew up on the scene. And then you had Sam Mendes. It was the three of them. Sam Mendes? Yeah, isn't Sam Mendes uh, Latino? Oh, is he? Well, Spanish. I guess so with the last name, but I never I never made that connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't yeah. see color. Little children. That's right. Yeah. And a really bad Bond movie. Oh, really come on. Movies. They're not bad. Uh, all right, my director is going to be Tim Burton. She's going to give him a chance. Dude, they're so, like, this is this movie. Do your spider. It's so, but it's so Tim Burton-y anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially with the gadgets, it made me think of Pee-wee's Big Adventure and stuff. Mm. So I was like, yeah, all right. got to get Johnny Depp in there somehow. Johnny Depp, then. Paul Rubens, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Helena Bonham Helena Carter. Helena Carter, yeah. Get them in there. Oh, my God, that'd be great. There's your recast. There's a recast. <laughs> Every, any Tim Burton movie <laughs> is recast in this film. All right, guys. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then you get Christopher Walken as uh, the Kenneth Branagh character. Oh, that would be pretty good. And then uh, who would be Salma Hayek? Oh he, yeah, well, he, she's Salma. Would Hyatt. we tra- change his name to Colonel Langus? <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Langus, I'm it's Colonel Angus. I sure do love Colonel Angus. <laughs> Uh, guys, if you have any thoughts about Wild Wild West, Wild, Wild about West. our recasting or Wild, you know what we've had to say about it, if you enjoy this movie, we'd love <laughs> to hear from tell you. Tell us why. Let us know all about it. Just go to Facebook. In the search bar, put in The Editing Bay. Mm. Uh, it's going to bring up that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes and uh, click on that. That's where you can talk back to us. Uh, if, you've been, if you have an idea for a movie that you'd like for us to watch in the future, uh, you can go ahead and put those suggestions there. We've yeah. also got a website, right, Joel? We sure do. That website is editingbay.com, www.editingbay.com. When you go there, uh, you'll find links to all of our uh, social media networks, the aforementioned Facebook page, as well as our Twitter handle, which is at The Editing Bay. <laughs> Oh my god! I had to it's think like about the it old for a second. Again. I know you not, remember that. Not edit bay. Not, <laughs> not the, the editing, editing bay. Editingbay.com. Uh, also on editingbay.com is an archive section where you can find links to our uh, our server. I'm trying to get that cleaned up a little bit to make our older episodes uh, easier to find because we're coming up on episode number 200, Joe. Yeah, we got to make sure that's months. cleaned up. I just paid the hosting fee again. So, oh, of course. So make sure that's make sure that's in order. Sure, it's working. Nobody's yeah. actually hearing these episodes. <laughs> turns out for the last year and a half. That's fun. Please subscribe. Tell your friends uh, and uh, visit us on editingbay.com. Very cool. Um, guys, if you wouldn't be so kind as to leave us a, a five-star rating and review in the podcasting app, that would be wonderful. If you don't know what I'm talking about, how are you listening to this? Oh, obviously not with your phone, um, but if you do have an Apple device, mm. you have that podcasting app, click on that or tap on it or whatever they say, uh, and in the little search function, put in the editing bay, and uh, that's going to bring up our show, and then click on our icon, and that's where you can leave us your review and and your rating and yeah. stuff. We really appreciate it. And then when you're done, let your friends know about the show. Um, and uh, and let's grow this thing. If you don't have an Apple device uh, and you want to listen to us on your Android, you want to use the Podcast Addict or Podcast Republic apps, you could search the iTunes library by using those. So what are we going to do next week? It's a great question, Joe, because this was my pick. Summer is now over. By the time we'll be hearing this, uh, it'll be post-Labor Day, it's, which means you can't wear white anymore. It's a question that I have an answer to. Joel. Oh, well, let's hear it. Are you sure you want to hear this? I am on pins and needles. So you know what I'm really excited about coming up this week? Uh, They're going to have Nintendo Championship qualifiers at Best Buy. You texted me about that. I texted you about that, but I was on the wrong weekend. I was like, Joel, today. Works in my favor. So might be able to go. It's actually happening this weekend. Um, And so I thought... Mm. Let's go. Uh, let's go talk about some video game movies. We've already done The Wizard. Uh huh. We've done Street Fighter. Uh huh. We've done. Uh, oh, uh, D- Dead or Alive, DOA. Yes. What else am I missing? Man, surely there's got to be more. You're really good. There are more. There's one. <laughs> there's one movie, Joel. Thanks, Joe. That stars. It stars John Leguizamo. What? Oh no! And Bob Hoskins. No. <gasps> Super Dude. Mario Brothers. Oh, we're finally doing we're it. We're going to talk about the Super Mario Joe, Brothers. Show this has been an orig- This has been on my list s- since the beginning. Like we're talking double digits. It's way up there. Yeah, man. We're finally doing I it. I think it's about time. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I, I have been too. waiting to talk about this. I don't know if this is on any streaming sites. I don't think it is. I think so. it's been, it's much like the ET Atari. The cartridges. <laughs> he buried that in the landfill. Buried. Nobody speaks of it. Bob Hoskins was embarrassed by it. He was. John Leguizamo. Well, one of the stories is like the way they got through filming the movie was they got fucking piss ass drunk <laughs> every day. 
that's going to make rewatching this uh, a whole lot more fun. Trying yeah. to pick out the scenes where Bob Hoskins is sober. Yeah. <laughs> if, if any. Yeah. So, uh, guys, catch oh, no. next week. We're going to be talking about Super Mario Brothers. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, also, yes. if you go on to Twitter mm. and DM uh, at The Editing Bay. That's me. Uh, the title of the movie that we've talked about tonight, Wild Wild West. Mm, Wild Wild uh, West. We will award you yeah. with a downloadable film. You've got a bunch of new codes here. I do. And <clears throat> all we ask, seriously, all we ask is that in exchange, you do a review of the movie for us. The yep. movie that you receive, you review it, send it over to us, and we'll put it on a future episode. What movies so do we have to choose from, Some Joe. new ones here. What, what's that? That is Beauty and the Beast. This is the 2017 version. The live action. Oh, Bambi. Bambi. Not the live action version it's of gonna Bambi. It's going to be a weird one to review. So this movie was uh, about a deer. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and we've some rabbits. we also got Rogue One. Ooh, Rogue One. Yeah. Nice. What am um, I knowing in that myself? Tarzan. Tarzan. The, the Legend of Tarzan. Which one is this? This is the one that came out like a year or so back. Okay. Anybody True. famous in it? Nobody famous in that one. I don't think so. That's that's a I good... Think it's, it's got the dude who was on True Blood. Man, that's, that's a perfect free movie. Yeah. <laughs> that you, you, I'd be curious to see, but never want to pay never, for. It. Never pay for it. Uh, and Who then else? we all we still have Office Christmas Party. Mm-hmm. It's more holiday themed. We have a copy of Suicide Squad. Yes, still. we do. We still have a copy of The Arrival. Also, and Fences. Fences. I can't wait That's... for someone to pick Fences. It will never happen. <laughs> we get the review of that. Never happen. And then recast. Dude, when you review your movie, give us a recast of it. Too. Oh we, wow, we're really adding homework. Well, that's onto not. This a, I mean, that's not a lot. We're just looking for like the main. That's the please. fun part, anyway. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We want to hear what your recasts are. Play at home. All right, so let's wrap this thing up. Jeff, thank you so much. Ugh. Joel, always a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. We'll see you next week for Super Mario Brothers. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.